Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Formula for Friends. This week, we meet someone who's rereading Harry Potter, who has the most conversational dogs I've ever met in my whole life, headphone listeners beware, and who knows all the cool lingo of today's generation. Without further ado, let's meet today's guest. Welcome to Formula for Friends, the podcast where we interview strangers and see if we can be friends. I'm your host, Signe, and today I have with me, Emily. Hey, Emily. Hi. How's it going? It's going great. Oh, good. That's good. We are also at Emily's house, so if there are tiny pitter-patters of toes or little barks, we will hear those too, which or is giant good. Barks. Giant barks. <laughs> we welcome all the barks, really, here at Formula for Friends, but... Um, thank you for coming to chat on my podcast today. So I'm just going to kind of go through, basically, it's like a back and forth of questions conversation and super casual, no pressure at all. And that's about that. Pretty simple. All so right. um, I'll ask the first kind of three questions that I ask at the beginning of each podcast, and then we'll go from there. So my first three questions are, how old are you? Where are you from, and how did we meet? I am 27. I'm from Bothell, Washington, up near Seattle. And we met in grad school online over Zoom. Yes, <laughs> mid-pandemic grad school over Zoom. Yes. yes. And what were you, well, I guess, I don't know. We were in grad school for teaching. Yeah, teaching elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, it's it's different. I've never met people online. I've never used dating apps or anything like that, but we made a real friendship online. Yeah. So that's kind of... It can happen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It can happen. <laughs> and it was, well, what, what made you pick to do grad school online and also teaching now? Uh, teaching now, well, grad school online, that wasn't my choice. They made me because of of COVID. Um, I signed up for the regular program and I didn't know it was going to be online until the money had been sent. Um, but teaching now, I mean, I had finished my bachelor's and I had taken a little bit of time just to work and save up a little money. And then I was like, okay, um, the real world is hard. I'm going back to school. (laughs) And what I really want to do is teach because I love being around kids. So it's like, okay, it's time for grad school. Let's see if I can get in. Yeah. (laughs) And what did you study in your undergrad? Psychology. Psychology. Okay. And how does that, what component of psychology do you also see in teaching that you like? Ooh, like all of it. Mm. No, really. (laughs) I took a lot of um, like child development and just like lifespan type of psychology. Um, Mm. And so that was really cool because it's really helpful to understand why kids are where they are at this age what they're actually capable of because I have this nasty habit of trying to expect them to be a lot more mature Mm. and then I have to remember back to my psychology days I'm like no there are certain things that their brains are still working on right now Mm. they they can't do this yet it hasn't been developed like or I need to cultivate this you know yeah um it's just really yeah. No, the, the growth <laughs> patterns, I think, sound really interesting. Exactly. Yeah, And also maybe helps you if there's lots of chaos in your classroom to be like, okay, well, the reason that they're all acting this way is because <laughs> developmentally, it's like not your fault. It's <laughs> their brains being 
That's what I tell myself. Yeah. It might be my fault. (laughs) No, no, my gosh, no. They're just kids are crazy. But how would, how do you think COVID then has impacted? Because I know that people talk about like, oh, there's a gap in learning now or there's like yada, yada, yada. And I tell myself in like the virtual teaching world, okay, well, the reason that they can't write a paragraph in fourth grade is because they have not picked up a pencil since maybe beginning of second grade and then a virtual year with no practice so how do you think with your psychology background covid may be influenced where kids are now oh gosh i mean definitely academically they are in my opinion in my class pretty far behind um Mm -hmm. it's just impossible you can't expect you know an eight-year-old to sit there for six hours a day and just do independent study because that's basically what online learning is Mm -hmm. you've got a little guidance from the teacher but we can't prompt you when your pencil's down we can't see everything and we can't expect parents to just be able to take a whole year off Mm -hmm. and watch their kids like most people can't afford to do that um but i think the biggest issue for me is just like the social emotional aspect because they have not had sorry the dogs are playing (laughs) Uh, they haven't had human interaction in a year and a half and they forgot how to be around people and Mm -hmm. how to be nice and that everything is not um about about them all the time and about their needs (laughs) yeah definitely and and drew pointed out too like with the masks that they were wearing or just not even like in school but just seeing people wearing Mm -hmm. masks how the only part of like a non-verbal that you were able to see if you weren't in zoom was their eyeballs yeah so you don't get to pick up on the the social cues necessarily which maybe is also something really important like if you're If you're in a classroom and your teacher is saying, hey, please shut up, you can't, like, you know, you're trying to say it with your eyes so that teacher stare isn't there as much Mm -hmm. because you don't have the whole face to work with. Oh, it's so much nicer now that I have the mask (laughs) off because, you know, when you give, like, the teacher look Mm -hmm. and so you just, like, kind of nip the behavior in the bud and you just look at the kid and they know. Yeah. You can't do that with a mask. No. You know, you look at them and they're like... Whatever. Are you smiling? I don't know like, what you're what's doing. happening? <laughs> but you can do the teacher look with no mask, and then mm-hmm. they get it, and it, like you can stop behavior so much faster because they're like, "Oh, I know that you see me. I should stop flicking my pencil at this kid." Yeah. And poking them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever they're doing. Whatever chaotic thing the child is doing. Yes. And do you think that you will continue? Because I know that people are all saying like, "Oh, teaching is so hard," and. Like, I don't know, we're losing lots of teachers and yada, yada, yada. Do you think that you'll continue even with the hardships and challenge? I guess that's a big question. Future you, what do you think? I I really hope so. Um, I don't think I could ever do something that doesn't involve working with kids. Mm -hmm. So if I wasn't teaching, I think I I might do something like being a para or tutoring or something. Maybe that's like a little bit less... um, Exhausting. I don't know. Um, yeah. But for now, I'm still very much wanting to be a teacher. I, you know I don't like the school I'm at yes. right now. We won't point names. We won't no, call out. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just personal differences. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping when I get to another school that the kind of, like, things that I'm not liking now will be different. And then I'll just keep keep doing my thing. But Yeah. I'm taking it one year at a time. Yeah, that's that's a valid <laughs> thing to do. At a time. Yes, and then you get summer to refresh <laughs> and then so come nice. back in. Yeah, I was thinking though that I have no big plans for this summer, but I don't know what I would do if I did not have the summer like 
as an end goal yeah. to look forward to. I have a really hard time grasping the concept of other jobs not having a break like that in yeah. the middle of the year. It just, and maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know how other jobs they work, don't. but you know, some kind of like <laughs> take a deep breath. We're halfway done with the year. Okay, now we jump back in kind of thing. Right? I know. It's like exactly what you're saying. It's the end goal. So like, okay, I have, you know, six more months, two more months. Yeah. I have a dog barking. Um, (laughs) You know, it's like counting down. And even if you like really love your students, like I love my students so much. But, you know, it's just nice to have that like, okay, this is when I get to recharge. Mm -hmm. Go, go, go. And I have two months till I recharge. Yeah. Yeah. um, Are you doing anything fun this summer to recharge going to hawaii (gasps) oh my gosh when are you going in august um towards the beginning it's like my whole family is going also emily has giant dogs so there's there's i don't know her eska 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 and she's a pyrenees Mm -hmm. and she's looks like a horse she's ginormous (laughs) but so gentle and then theo looks Golden Doodle Mutt. Yes. Who knows what else? So those are our bonus voices and breathing that we hear. And <laughs> drinking of water and treats. Well, Eska's like, well, last time I got lots of treats to go hang out. So maybe now. Maybe I'll get more treats. Yes. Yeah, she finished her Kong full of Oh my gosh, that treats. was so fast. I had a better one where the treats really stayed trapped. And so it would take her like an hour to mm. get through them. But... I don't have the right size treats right now, and they all just fell out. It wasn't enough of a challenge. That's okay. <laughs> she loves a challenge. Yes. That's fun, though. I've never been to Hawaii. I've, it seems so tropical and beautiful. and Yeah. I haven't been since I was like a little kid, but I'm wow. really excited. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. And that's like the end of summer, too, so it's not like it's at the beginning, and then you're like, well, now what? <laughs> what next? You know? But yeah. that's, that's good, that it's kind of August. Yeah. That's nice. I'm a little bit worried with the job search. I'm like, I don't know when training start, and I don't know um, if I'll still be interviewing, trying to find something. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. We'll see. Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> not. I feel like, and I don't know how, how it works a lot, but I do know that I did lots of interviews into June, and then by mid-June I had a position, and then training for me started like mid-August. So if you're going oh, early August, at least in my experience, I feel like you'll be okay. That's good. I'm yeah. hoping I can get something before the summer. Because if I don't get hired before the summer, I'm going to spend the whole summer stressing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. I cried a lot. <laughs> I was like, it was May, and I was like, what am I doing next year? I don't know. See, oh. I didn't even start looking until, like, June. Because mm. I was like, I can't handle anything right now. Yeah. Grad school is so tough. Like, yeah. Student teaching is hard. Oh, I gosh. can't. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. And I met someone yesterday who student taught in our same student teaching spot yeah and she also was like it was not fantastic we're not calling out anybody or anything but I will say it made me feel very validated in my thinking of okay okay that's good and she likes where she is now which is good Good. yeah yeah it just you know it just felt more like um we were there to kind of be assistants with whatever they needed and Mm -hmm. less of like they were there to help us become teachers yeah yeah definitely yes yes (laughs) they were really great to the kids yeah really really great to the students that's I mean 
if I could be a student anywhere, I would be a student there. Yeah, if I could <laughs> afford to be a student there, I would be a student right. there. Oh I know, public school. I love public school. Yeah. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah, we're, we're okay. okay. Fine. We're pretty medi- medium. It? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Theo disagrees. Theo disagrees. He's like, no, you're crazy. He has his own opinion. He's sitting on the couch slightly judging, but that's okay. We're here. We're always okay. slightly judging, aren't mm-hmm. you? It's yes. the poodle in him. Oh, our mm-hmm. poodles? No, I I picture poodles as, yeah, like bougie <laughs> show dogs are poodles. Exactly. Yeah. I saw a poodle the other day. I don't know where I was, but I was walking around and saw it was like a shaved poodle. So it only had maybe like the, the feet were not shaved mm-hmm. and then the tip of the tail and then around the neck. And I, I remember thinking, what is, is it like leg warmer? <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> it was a cool poodle. I mean, you know, he's very small. Now. Yeah. You got your I, scarf. It's like in boots. April. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, did y'all do any April Fool's jokes? It's April 2nd, by the way. Did y'all do any April Fool's jokes yesterday? Um, not much. I mean, for my students, I gave them a, like a crossword. And it was fake. So there were actually no real words. Emily. I stole it from another teacher. I don't get credit for thinking of it. What? Um, <laughs> they were, it was hilarious, their reactions, because I told them the day before, I don't want them pranking each other mm. because they're still working on how to be nice. I'm yeah. like, where's that line? Yeah. You know? Um, fourth grade but and then they're like you said no pranking and I was like "Ooh, yeah I did Mm, (laughs) awkward (laughs) please don't come back um and prank me thank you (laughs) one of my students um she made me brownies so she goes Mrs. I brought brought you brownies and it was a bag and I opened it and it was brown ease like the letter E oh, cut that's out on so front. cute. I got the biggest kick out of it. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Okay, I think I think I saw somebody on Instagram had pranked her kids by putting their bowls of cereal in the freezer, oh. so oh. that the next morning she had served them breakfast and then they couldn't. And oh they were like, gosh. "This is glue. What's happening?" As they're like all disheveled, morning looking. And I was like, "That's a good one. That's a that's, that's a awesome. safe prank. Yeah." One of my students told me she pranked her parents by waking them up at three in the morning. And I was like, oh, how'd they feel about that? (laughs) She's like, um, they didn't care. I don't think. I don't know. My dad was fine. Oh, no. Like, that's not really a prank. Like, also, were you pranked for not sleeping or were they pranked for, like, getting up for no reason? I think for just, like, being woken up early, I guess. Okay. But I'm like, they're they're parents, so they're woken up early all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. It's just funny watching them try. Try to prank, come up with these cute ideas. That's cute. I just feel bad for their parents. Yeah. One of them. She goes, my mom does all my laundry. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a bunch of clean clothes in the laundry basket. And I was like, oh, that's not really a prank, though. That just creates more work for your mom. She's like, oh, no, my mom will think it's funny. It's like, oh, honey, no. Oh, no. <laughs> her poor mom. You should give her a heads up. Say, like, hey, right. just so you know. It's all, smell the clothes before you wash them. Oh, my gosh. All the students and I, we did a bunch of pranks on their parents, though. So that was really fun. So they get these, like, pieces of paper um, for any kind of, like, misbehavior thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of like a behavior ticket. So, like, um, if it's, like, a little thing, like, oh, maybe I said an unkind word or... Um, you know, I wouldn't do my work or, you know, something small, they get one. And then there's like a bigger one for big actions. Oh. So 
we we gave out all the students came up with this themselves but they asked for like the big deal paper that says that you did something really bad and so on the back in tiny handwriting i wrote april fools in my initial oh that's cute. and they have to fill it out and like say what they did and wow. they were coming up with all this stuff it was like I argued with my sister in front of a teacher. Like, I hit someone. Oh. Like, I kicked someone. It was so funny. It's oh. like, make sure your parents know this is a joke. Yeah. I do not want calls about no. what did my child do? Oh my gosh. That's cute, though, that at least, I don't know, they're like knowing what is wrong, right from wrong. That's yeah. a lesson. That's a standard. That's educational. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I had a kid who wrote on Seesaw. And he said, he was like, I'm done with school, dot, 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 April Fool's. And I was like, what? Haha, <laughs> <laughs> April Fool's. Hilarious. Okay, get back to your work. But it was, yeah. And then we have spring break next week. We do. You already had your spring break, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Which I was like, what are we going to do for spring break? But all these kids are going to really exotic places. Whoa. Which I was like, who are you? And also, Shelly. why are you in virtual school if you're okay with going in person? I don't know. We don't know. Ooh, tricky. Mm-hmm. We have lots of questions. Where are they going? Oh gosh, one's going to like Florida, another's going to Hawaii, another one's going to like, I don't know, they're just going to tropical warm places like Cal- Southern California to Palm Springs. And I was like, who are you? Palm Springs. What's going on? You know, I think it's kind of deserty. I've never been there, so I won't knock it till I've tried it, but I also was like, <laughs> okay, good for you. That's cool. Yeah. It's fun for them. How yeah. exciting. They're, they, you know. Good for them. Most of my students, I don't think they really went anywhere over spring break. They went camping. Camping was cool. I'm like, oh, I was really fun. excited to see that people are still taking their kids camping. Yeah. Get to wow. the outdoors. So that yeah. was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I thought like camping was dead. So that's good to hear that right. it's not. Except for like hipsters. You know? But no, yeah. everyone camps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. I saw a girl. I went hiking two weekends ago and there was a girl I'm not gonna judge her but also in the moment I was kind of judging her because she was using walking sticks but like wasn't really using them and I remember thinking as we were going downhill I I think downhill is much harder hiking than going uphill just because I don't know your knees have to they can't it's just tricky on your knees and then your legs can just be all jelloey flopping around and but this girl was using and I would imagine I don't have hiking sticks so I'm not (laughs) a professional but I was like wouldn't you use the hiking sticks to help support you as you're walking downhill versus just like flopping around with them and she was just flopping around with them and I was like your poor knees what's happening why at least to like get another grip just in case you slip yeah want it I don't know. Although I don't use them anyways, so I guess her not using them is the same as me not using them. But she them, was like using she carries them, them. But it was just it was just weird. And I thought Bizarre. And also her, she she honestly, I feel like I almost hold everything in when I'm walking downhill like I'm more stable yeah. in my legs and she, she her it was like wobbling. And I was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> Cuz I saw her walking normally. She was totally fine with walking normally. It's not like she had anything going on. It's like it was just like she wasn't supporting her knees at all. And so it just looked funny. And I went, Bizarre. oh my gosh. I feel like I need a video of this yeah. to truly understand. I'll have to like demonstrate <laughs> later. Because I was like, that can't be good for your legs. But I don't no, know. That doesn't I don't know. sound good. I hate going downhill. Sometimes I'll just like scooch. Like I'll sit. And I'll just On the... scooch. Because <laughs> I don't want to fall. <laughs> yeah. I was like in this rock kind of quarry area and so like we were going downhill but it was all like rock like kind of gravelly and mm-hmm. it was really steep so I just like crouched on two feet and just kind of like 
scooted along <laughs> down the hill, but I didn't fall, so that was good. That's good. Mission accomplished. <laughs> right. I was covered in dust, but I didn't fall. Like, that's, you know, important. like a penguin, I think, would uh, be the, the closest image there. Okay. But like a, like a squat one. Not like a tall bottle, but like a squat yeah. one. There's a video I saw the other day of a guy walking around Target on his... Like he was standing on his feet, but his knees were crouched at the bottom, and he was like, he was pretending to be Edna Mode from The Incredibles. <laughs> I'll have to show you because I don't know how he walks so fast with his little tiny squats, but that's what I'm picturing. It's tiny Edna Mode Emily, like waddling down the hill. <laughs> Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Oh, an introvert. Okay. By far. Oh my gosh. Because I learned the other day. I always thought that I was an introvert or like an extrovert, but I learned recently that I'm, and I can be a shy extrovert. And that is That's also a thing? a thing. Cool. Yeah, because I was like, well, I recharge around other people, but I also don't necessarily want to talk to them. So it's kind of like I can recharge by just being in a conversation, but not contributing to the conversation. Oh. Or like if you're at a party and you're not talking to anybody, but you're still socializing, that is how I get my energy. So I'm not like extroverted, need to be center of attention. Yeah, which is interesting. That is really interesting. Yeah. I'm definitely like. I mean, I like being around, you know, people every now and then. Like, it's I crave it, you know. Yeah. But it, it exhausts me. Yeah. Like even, yeah, it's tiring. And so I recharge by myself. Yeah. Like, let me I... do nothing. Let me speak to no one. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair, too. <laughs> How do you, what do you like to do in your free time by yourself? Ooh, if I say just watch Netflix, are you, will you judge me? No. <laughs> it depends, I guess, I on what show you're watching. Ooh. I was watching Futurama, and now I'm watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine again. Oh. Um, I've not seen either of those <gasps> shows. Oh, no. That's a crime. Is it... Are they good? Like, what? what's the the genre of the... Um, Futurama is, like, animated. You okay. know, like, Simpsons or something like that. Oh. And it's, like, geared towards adults, but yeah. it's set a thousand years in the future. Oh, my gosh. So it's hilarious. It's a comedy. Is that the one with the... Is it a robot? I feel like... Or mm-hmm. the guy with the crazy hair? robot what there's are like their a names? weird lobster guy bender is the robot and then there's fry he's like the main guy and leela has like one eyeball oh i've not seen this show mm-hmm. i don't know what i was thinking of oh maybe like cyber chase the kids show yeah oh that's <laughs> so like, cute is it the no good too. you should not show children Futurama. okay children don't listening don't watch <laughs> don't watch Futurama. <laughs> ignore this part it's very boring yes. you'll hate it's it educational <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but Futurama and then Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. That sounds like NCIS. It's yeah, it's like a cop show, but it's it's funny. Okay. So it's not like NCIS. It's a little heavy, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't necessarily always love watching it because it it's just like kind of negative. Yeah. All of these brutal things that are happening. Yes. Brooklyn Nine Nine is just funny. Like, okay. Yeah, they deal with like murders and stuff like that, but it's it's hilarious. Okay. It's funny murders? No, okay, just no. <laughs> just kidding. That's Death terrible. is not funny. Again, children, don't kill people don't for fun. <gasps> but, <not>. no. <laughs> I started watching recently because I watched I watched Love is Blind. I'm a big reality TV show person. Did you like it? Season um, one and two? Yeah. <laughs> as much as you can like a reality TV show yeah. su- with, with such a tragic ending. Such as Love is Blind. Love is Blind season one did have good people. That was like the um, Lauren and Cameron. 
who like are now living together and happy. Oh, cute! I and, watched the last episode. Of that. Oh gosh, sorry, spoilers. No, 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 um, don't, because I kind of like lost interest. Oh, that's okay. It's a I good, should watch it. It was yeah, it was a lot. And then this one that just happened. I watched all of that. I actually watched that one first. Then, oh really? Yeah, I think. I don't know. I liked the season two a little bit better because when they brought them all back, you know, and they have them interviewed with the hosts, mm-hmm. it was a less like Real Housewives and like more mature. Yeah. You know, it was like kind of more of just like a checkup. But the first season, I watched that and I was like, "Ew, this is just like a fight on yeah. screen," and it was just kind of like I don't know. It yeah. was very much reality yeah. TV, like what you expect. So I, yeah. I like season two because they tried to make it a little bit more. Like a, yeah, it wasn't as much like, how can we stir the pot? It was yeah. more like, let's actually talk about what went down. Yeah. Which was nice. It made you feel like it was actually more genuine, I think, mm-hmm. instead of the first season, you really did get the feeling like those people were just on there because they want to be on TV, which is fine. Yeah. Like, that's We're totally not judging. Whatever. This is a no judgment zone. But, but none of them would admit it, which yeah. I thought was funny. Yeah. Because that one, the one guy on there, I don't remember his name, but he tried to call people out for, he's like, didn't you just sign up for this because you want to be on TV? Mm-hmm. I was it's, like, thank you, yeah. yes. And they were like, what? Yeah. The very idea. Yeah. <laughs> but I did also, I watched that recently, and then I watched all of The Bachelor. Kind. We do like <laughs> Bachelor pizza nights, so we had to. Oh, fun. Yeah, but it was a lot. I don't know if you watched The Bachelor. No, I've never seen it. But I was watching Unreal. Oh, I never like, watched Unreal. It's like an inverted Bachelor. Like, it's about the making of a show similar to that. Oh. So, but it's like fake. Okay. So, you, it's like a behind the scenes drama. Yeah. Of all the people that are producing. And, wow. And, like, yeah, what do they call it instead of The Bachelor? I don't know. They have a different name for it, but it's the same thing. Wow. Okay. It's high drama. Oh, my gosh. But it's all fake. I love high drama. Some could argue, though, that The Bachelor also is slightly fake. Yeah. I think. I think it's pretty scripted. Yeah. That's just my humble opinion. Yeah, I would agree. I don't know. I feel like some people are genuine, but some people also are not. Yeah. And that's awkward. I don't know. The whole idea of it kind of, like, weirds me out. I'm like, why would you... Why would you all, like, compete for one person? And it's just kind of, like, ew. Yeah, and I'm not a big... I don't like competition. I very much am, like, we all have our own special things, and you do you, and I'll do me, and that'll be cool. And if you like me, cool, but also if not, that's also okay. Like, I don't really want to... I don't know. It just kind of sets up the situation where, like, the Bachelor is kind of, you know, on a pedestal because they see all of this competition, so they're more worried about getting him to like them or her to like them mm-hmm. than actually figuring out if they like them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, oh, I better snap him up before someone else does, yeah. but also do I even care about this yeah. person? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like, I don't know, this last season that they had the first night, one girl was like there and she was like, I think he's the one. And then she met him and she's like, actually, never mind. And then she started totally <laughs> shit talking him like to everybody else the first night. And then he was like, I'm sorry, I think you need to go home. And she was like, me? Okay. Okay. Yeah. But also she had drank a lot. But I was like, it's good for you for being able to recognize like yeah. you're not the one for me. 
I think that's, that's actually cool. You don't have to shit talk him, was, but also. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. But that she was honest and, like, wasn't just going to fake it. Yeah. Just to say on the TV series. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Good for her. I know, Except right? Except the mean business. Yeah, the, that was, you know. It's a little, it's, I mean, honestly, it was fun to watch, but also I felt uncalled for. But they kind of bullied The Bachelor, I felt like. So that oh. did make me feel bad. Poor guy. He tried to give out, like, a couple roses that were rejected. Like, what? it was just rough. And he's a hot guy. Like, don't get me wrong. He's kind of a hunk. But... I was like, you're almost too good, and that's okay. But maybe not my type, because I think he's too too good looking. I think he's an <laughs> ex-football player, maybe, but I genuinely don't know. But see, that's the problem. Why don't I know what his career is? Yeah. We didn't learn that. In the <laughs> but I recently started watching, after finishing my reality TV of Love is Blind and The Bachelor, Bridgerton on Netflix. Oh, Have you watched that? Do you, did you like it? Mm, I really wanted to. I really like like period pieces like things set you know in another time but Bridgerton wasn't my favorite Mm, okay that's fair what did you not like about it um I think it just there was not enough intriguing storyline for me I think once those two main characters whatever their names were once they got together it was like okay, now there's a lot of super hot sex scenes, which is great, mm-hmm. but there really wasn't a whole lot else going on. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, can we have both, though? Like, can yeah. I get a show where I have both? Yeah. Like, we want the hot sex scenes, and we also want the very interesting storyline of other characters. Exactly. In a perfect melody didn't... of yeah. cinema. Yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. wanted to. And it's not like I... It was, it was a good show. It's not like I didn't mm-hmm. like it, but I was... Yeah. I just finished... I I know, yeah. I, I, I'm, I started season two, so I'll keep you posted Ooh, because I finished, I've watched this very fast. Um, see, I started season one like last Tuesday, I think, and now I'm season two as of this morning. And <laughs> I feel like we're focusing now on different main characters. Like we found out who the secret writer lady is. Oh, the end of season one. That one was a good mystery. Yeah, but now I'm like, well, now what? So we'll see because I feel like we, I don't know, the other characters have to also be interesting or else it's going to be a super boring season. So I'm interested to see. (laughs) But I also feel like you can't necessarily repeat the same thing again and again. So if we had a similar plot line as season one, I feel like it'd be kind of boring. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Like I feel like with Harry Potter... All of the movies are different, but it follows a similar kind of sequence of events, mm. but also not the same sequence of events. But you, like, know what to expect almost. So I wonder. I'm not trying to compare Bridgerton to Harry Potter, but I do wonder <laughs> if it'll be, like, a similar story. Yeah. Like, different know. challenges, but gone about in a similar way. Yeah. I love Harry Potter. I'm listening to the audiobooks now because I drive so much for work. Yeah. But I'm on book three. Oh, okay. I'm very excited. Wow. I'm still excited. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I, I have. I should reread the books because I love. I love the movies and I've read the books, but it's been so long and I know there's so many details in the books that are left mm-hmm. out. But that's feels like a very engaging. Yeah. Thing. I that was interesting because that's one of the main reasons that I wanted to read the books because I love the movies so much and I'm like, okay, I want more, mm-hmm. more Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, I thought with the first two books the movies were very similar and there was a mm. few details that were in the books that weren't in the movies but I think the movies like captured a lot mm-hmm. but reading book three or listening to it it's I think it's very different from the movie really like there's a lot of stuff that the movie just did a completely different way huh 
So that's been interesting because it wasn't like one and two where it was like, oh, I even recognize some lines from the movie that are just right from the book. Yeah. Like the script is almost just picked up right from the book. But book three is very, very, very different. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Do you think... I don't... I, I would not even talk on it because I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. But do you think that book three is better in book form like or better in movie form like are the details that they're missing so different that it the book would be better if it was remade not not that they should remake harry potter but remade into a movie that follows it more closely i hate to dump on the book and i'm not done with it yet i'm like i'm mostly done it's like an 11 or 12 hour book and i have three hours left but i liked the movie better okay what they what they did with it made it a little more exciting yeah. I guess um what's the big difference oh yeah I won't give out any spoilers because this is super old um <laughs> so um there's just a lot of stuff like Harry's learning to fight the Dementors and things like that um mm. in the book it's like a whole long process um with one of the professors and the first time he the professor like introduces the Bogart to the class, like this thing that they have to fight. He doesn't let Harry fight it, oh. but in the movie, um, that's when he like sees the Dementor and like, yeah. I don't know. So it's stuff like that. And then um, a huge difference is with Sirius Black that they um, oh. that they bring in. He had this scene, and maybe I'm waiting for it. Maybe it'll happen in the book, but I haven't gotten to it yet. But he comes through the fireplace and talks to Harry. Yeah. And I haven't read that yet, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be... Because that's kind of a pivotal moment. Yeah, and so there's, like, scenes in the book where Sirius has been sneaking into school, like, multiple times, and he, um, like, he took a knife through Ron's, like, bed curtain, and because he thought it was Harry's bed, he, like, ripped it with a knife, and Ron woke up and saw him, and then he fled, and that didn't happen in the movie. No. I'm pretty sure. So he's, like, definitely more of a scary character, and they, they do talk more about his crimes, which I liked, because you hear more about... Yeah. Like, like what did he do that makes him... Things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, like, stuff like that, and, like, Hermione's cat is, like, off with the Grimm, you know, the, like, dog character that's supposed to symbolize Harry's death, according to the oh. professor. Um which we know is, like, in the movie, that was, like, Sirius Black, right? Yeah. Wasn't he turning into the dog or something like that? Um, oh, my gosh, he was. Okay, right? that's a part that I genuinely remember being so confused over. Yeah. Like, they discussed, oh, my gosh, the grim is in your coffee cup, the tea leaves at the end, or whatever it was. And I was like, what's going on? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, <grim>. no. <laughs> I was like, why do we care also? Like, yeah. that's just a daunting thing. But I had never put together that that is why. I don't know, because I haven't seen the movie in a while, so... There's probably bigger Harry Potter fans that are going to listen to this and they're like, stop talking, Maybe. you idiot. They're like, you that's not right. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There's just stuff like that. Yeah. But what I like a lot better about the books is how much more backstory you get because you really understand why the characters are doing what they're doing mm-hmm. more than you do with the movies. Yeah. Like you can get more invested in their plight, I guess. Yeah. Because you have so much more information about who was friends with who, who betrayed who, who said this to that person. It's just, you know, yeah. deeper, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. But <laughs> there are some parts I feel like that 
they maybe would leave out that would make it like they would it would make the movie more complicated Mm -hmm. I guess like I've learned recently I'm awful at being succinct in anything (laughs) so like I was trying to describe a book that I just read to because it like I feel like it changed my life but also it didn't it's called like the last or the next five years but it's about this girl who I could will not even try and summarize it because that was my problem is I tried to summarize it but I was like but that part's also important but this part made me feel something but this part but like it doesn't have to do with the storyline at all so I, as I'm trying to teach fourth graders like this is how you summarize a story and only use made events then I was like but wait these are all really important how do I do this so I feel like maybe it's similar with Harry Potter in the fact that there's some things that they wanted to put into the movie but it would make it so much more complicated to do so. Yeah. So they're like, how do we streamline? But if that fireplace scene is not in the book, whoever freaking directed and made that movie is a genius because that was right. really well done. I know, and I can't say it because I haven't finished the book. No. I'm like, I feel like I'm getting pretty far in the story where things are about to happen and I would be surprised. But maybe it was towards the end of the movie. I don't really remember. That's okay. You can but I'm find really out. hoping yeah. it's there. Yeah. Cool. Don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be ooh, suspicious. what a good show. Ooh. I have no idea what that's from, but it's, my students sing it all the time. Oh, it's from, oh gosh, they're watching, I think it's from Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. They're they watching watch Parks and Rec? They watch Squid Games. <gasps> Excuse me? Yeah. That game? My 10-year-olds watch Squid Games. That show. I'm mine, I'm a teacher. Rad, no. <laughs> <laughs> she has dogs. No, my, that show rattled me. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't had to do it in doses episode because I was like, "This is gross. This is too negative. It's scary. I don't need this. No. Like, yeah, I don't need this in my brain. That's it. I just no. don't. <laughs> That's yeah. I feel like that also, like as shocking as it is, I feel like it also slightly makes sense for kids watching violent. Ooh, <laughs> I hope they just watch Parks and Rec and less of scary shows. Thinking about how I processed things. As a kid, I think there's a lot of stuff that kids just miss, and they don't understand the implications Mm -hmm. of things, and I think that's why they can watch shows like that, you know, because, you know, when you you think about um, a show, you know, like Peter Pan or something, a movie that you watched when you were little, and then you watch it now, and you're like, wow, I'm picking up on a lot more, like, there, wow, I didn't even think of that when Mm -hmm. I was a kid. So I think there's some of that going on, and they just don't process, like... Maybe they don't understand how horrific it is if people are, like, killed or something like that. Like, it doesn't. Yeah. They don't have as many ties to that, like, as, as an emotional feeling. But it's so damaging it's to their little yeah. brains to think that that is a normal thing and to see it happening. And, oh, gosh, oh. it just reminds me of this paper I wrote in college about video games because everybody has that debate, you know, mm-hmm. if um, violent video games actually make kids more violent yeah and so I did a you know I did a paper where it was like you know a study of several other papers and then I condensed the data yeah um but my big takeaway had to do with mirror neurons because mirror neurons are like what's responsible for if you see someone smile at you you kind of just smile at them out of habit Mm -hmm. you know it's like whatever you see it's like your brain is doing it if that makes sense so 
so like when you see someone wave at you and you just want to wave, mm-hmm. it's because when you see someone waving, those neurons in your brain are like, oh, a wave, let's fire wow. that. So then when you're watching all these violent stuff or you're picking up a virtual gun and shooting it, you're creating those neural pathways mm. to do that same thing. So that doesn't mean it's going to make it more likely for yeah. you to go do this stuff, but it does mean it's going to make it easier yeah. because it feels like you've already done it. Yeah. So. Bam. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dropping knowledge. That's probably, that explains why while I'm watching Bridgerton, I like, we'll start talking with an accent and then I'm like, Sydney, oh get gosh. it together. I love that. That's not good. That's, that. it's, no, it's not great. But Harry Potter, I did the same thing. <laughs> when I, when I listen yeah. to British books, I like get mm. stuck talking in Yeah. An and it's not like it's professional or like a good accent. It just no. comes out and then it I go, happens. okay, pause. I'm like, no, you Let's were go not backwards. bored in London. Yes. Stop that. Get it together. Get it together. <laughs> oh gosh. They would laugh at you if they heard your accent. I you sound horrible. <laughs> Unless you listen to enough books that in a row that you have a perfect accent. Oh, that would be so cool. That would be because isn't it like up until age three, whatever accent or voice you hear, that's the accent that you'll have. Really? I feel like I read up that somewhere. I don't know how scientific it is, but. I feel like, because I remember thinking, so if I had a kid and then only spoke to them in a fake British accent, then they have a fake British, growing up. But then also I was, like, I grew up in, well, I was born in Kentucky and then grew up in, like, Kentucky, Ohio until I was six. And I don't think I have an accent from Kentucky, so I don't know, but, wow. I wonder. Well, I've wondered that because... You know, you'll meet kids whose parents have accents, mm-hmm. but they don't. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I guess it maybe it depends on like how much exposure you have to people without yeah a different with you know with an American accent versus a different an accent from another country. I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm like, well, they're born and raised with their parents, but they don't have an accent. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully they talk to more people than just their parents. But You'd hope. We don't really know. <laughs> but I, I, I read, because I wrote my capstone um, in our grad program on mindfulness, and I remember I kept seeing people talk about how video games were a form of meditation because you are focusing on one thing and you have one goal, so it's almost like the rest of your brain can kind of simmer away because you're so focused oh. on the, the task at hand. Which, then I texted my brother, who loved video games, and said, Sven, look, everything you did was actually Yay! good for you like, as a child. Great job. But that's, that's interesting, awesome. that mirroring. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. I mean, there's so many things that I just really don't know about, like, psychology yeah. and neurology, really, because neurology was always my favorite. Mm. And I wish I was more of an expert. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. That's what I know with what I've got. I don't yeah, know. It's cool. It's I don't think like I don't think video games are going to change your personality. No. Um, they're not going to make you do something that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. I don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know, people drag race in Mario Kart all the time, and I don't think they go out and do that in real yeah, life. Yeah, I so. don't personally. Yeah. yeah, I love Mario Kart. I always win, <laughs> but I think if I had a real race, I would lose. So. Yeah, but I always maybe, lost in Mario Kart. It's just, I just Rainbow I don't Road. have the killer instinct. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I was I got really good at holding on because I played it on the Wii only. Oh, and, yes. and actually, no, my DS too. But I was really good at it on the Wii. And I remember you could hold down B and instead, no, is it B? Yeah, and you'll get the little <laughs> shell behind you, like if you have a oh, shell yeah. to hold, and you can just hold it back there. 
And you can't release anything else while you're holding it. But that way, if somebody else throws a shell at you, it bounces, it off. bounces off. And that's oh. how I always won. That's very smart. These are life hacks. What? Yeah. Also, we should play Mario Kart. We should. Because that would be fun. I don't have it, but we should. I have a Switch, but I don't think we have Mario Kart. I was thinking about, I really want to adopt a dog. And I shouldn't adopt a dog because I don't know what I'm doing with my life. But also, I should adopt a dog. They'll just go with you. Whatever you're doing in your life, you bring the dog. But it's so hard, I feel like, to find apartments that will let you have dogs. And your girl's not in the space to buy a house right now. I think it's easier if you have, like, one small dog. Like, Mm. if you were to get, like, a little itty bitty dog like less than 20 pounds oh i found a lot, a lot more places allow those then. yeah plus you can get um the emotional support animal thing oh that's um, true but if i don't need one i don't i feel bad i just always feel bad i don't want to lie and be like i need one but really it's just because i don't want to live without my dog <laughs> but that's like a totally valid reason i think like you have to come up with some reason where you'd be like emotionally harmed if you didn't have the animal or like what service they, it's not like a service dog so they're not trained yeah. to do anything but i mean once you love your dog like you can't just give it away that would emotionally yeah, harm that's you. like what, yeah. my goodness that's, so yeah. like it's valid for you to be able to live with your dog yeah you do what it takes without a dog i would be emotionally <laughs> needing support yes yeah yes I was reading the other day, too, there's... Because, okay, you said that you recharge by yourself watching Netflix, (laughs) which I love. Do you think that there's... I don't know, like... Because I'm trying to get into new hobbies of things to do, like painting or, I don't know, like riding a bike or yachting. Are there any hobbies that you're trying to jump into? Yeah, I've got my keyboard set up because I played piano when I was a kid for a long time and then I played... Um, clarinet and bass clarinet after that so um, I've got my piano and I'll every now and then I'll like okay I'm trying to reteach myself uh, but it's hard cool. on your own without an instructor and I can't afford wait I didn't know that you me. play piano that's yeah. so cool are you like only black keys or you can read the music to play like also the white keys on the piano <laughs> no I can read the music yeah. wow um, I'm like having to retrain myself because I played piano so long ago mm-hmm. that I'm not used to bass clef. So like your your left uh, hand. Yeah. Um, so that one I'm having to like relearn how to read all of that because when I played clarinet, it was all treble clef. So I can read that much easier. Mm-hmm. And that's all your right hand, really. Yeah. And are you so, right-handed? Like yeah. when writing and stuff? Okay. Yeah. So um, I could definitely read the basic things, but I would I would think that I'm like, you know, like a level two or something like very low. very low like a child who's been taking lessons for like six months is probably where i'm at okay that's okay (laughs) i'll play you something later yeah you should oh my gosh i would love it you will be disappointed no i think i'll be like (laughs) mind blown probably that's so cool i've always i used to take piano lessons but i only ever got through black keys and I can play like. They tell you black keys first that seems weird i was maybe seven because those are all sharps and flats I learned like hot cross buns. Mary had a little lamb. I can do that one like do 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 and then I can do do yeah yeah. But that was really just so in middle school I could play the piano in the choir room. And I can't read music, but I write music. But I just play guitar and write the chords. Oh, cool. So I don't know. I mean, like I don't know. I did musical theater as a child and like into high school and then a little bit in college, but I can't read music. 
I can only hear it and then hope that it sounds the same. So that's cool that you can read music. I try. I try. I need to get better at it, though, because it's like, man, I get out of, like, the one octave, Mm -hmm. and then it's really difficult because I just didn't use it as much. Yeah. Especially because my last few years of music, before I didn't play anything for, you know, a few years, it was bass clarinet, so I was mainly in, you know, a lower octave. Yeah. So (laughs) I didn't get the higher register. Yeah. um, Just because bass clarinet doesn't go that high. (laughs) How high does a bass clarinet... Or clar- is it is it clarinet just the whole thing and then bass is the low and then is like what's high clarinet or is that not a thing? Um, well, a bass clarinet's a totally different instrument. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> that answers my question. question. Yeah. It's like what's the difference? Because <laughs> if there's like I don't know, you can be a bass singer and then yeah. like soprano, but you're still singing. It's just singing different bits. So yeah. Like, oh, I no, wonder. Totally. Yeah, it's different. I think. I gosh, I'm really not a music expert. I think they just have clarinet and bass clarinet, whereas like for a saxophone, they have like a soprano and alto, tenor and a barry, like baritone. So there's a lot of different saxophones and they're all different shapes. Uh, they're all curved except for the soprano, which is straight like a clarinet. But the bass clarinet, it was really fun because it like stands on the floor. And so it's enormous oh, and it's got this big cool. bell and then it comes up um and, like does a little loop. To the mouthpiece. Wow. So that's super It's cool. much bigger. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a lower sound, though. So it's in that, like, bass mm-hmm. sound that you yeah. would expect. From and other than the size of the instrument and the sound that it makes, do you play them the same? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the keys are the are the same, like the same movements. Um, oh. it's, a li- it's a little different because the keys for, like, the higher notes or the lower notes, I believe they were a little different. Maybe it's been so long. Yeah. I shouldn't talk about things that I don't really no, know about. No, that's okay. That's um, how we learn. That's all I do. No. <laughs> I'm a teacher. That's all I do. That's all I do. Um, but yeah, it's. I don't remember having to relearn anything. For the, I found the bass clarinet to be a lot easier. Okay. That's like, I switched. I was like, the clarinet's getting really difficult. I switched to the bass clarinet and I was like, cool. This is where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. I'm picturing it kind of like, and I'm tying it to the no- my prior knowledge of instruments that I have. Ooh, prior, <laughs> activating prior knowledge. But of like on a guitar, you have the capo to change the sound, like to change the pitch. You can put the little on the, 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 little, the little clippy thing and that'll change like how high you're playing. So I think That's it just cool. changes how high. But so I'm picturing like it's the same chords, but they sound different. And then you put your fingers in different places based on how far you've moved the capo up kind of thing is what that's I'm envisioning in my brain. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's more you know. We're all about learning here at Formula for Friends. Just learning. <laughs> Educational. Wow. Very cool. That's Do you, why you brought two teachers on, right? Yes. We're just, learn, everyone, We're learn. teaching the world. <laughs> Do kids still watch cartoons? I think so. All my students like this show called Gravity Falls. Oh. So they've been watching that. It's a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was more adultish cartoon. I don't know. But also, I don't know what kids like. Like they're they play Fortnite. Yeah. They. Fortnite I was talking to a kid the other day because he really liked Minecraft, mm-hmm. and I 
have played Minecraft. Not professionally or anything. Don't get me wrong. But I've played it before. And I I like, sur- no, not survival mode. Because that's where you can die. I like creative oh mode. Because you can fly. You can befriend wolves and make them like your pets. So you have a dog. Um, you have unlimited supplies. So you don't have to worry about finding the big fancy things. You can just build big fancy houses with... The things that you have. So I really like creative mode. And I was telling this to a kid because he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to play Minecraft. And I was like, I've played Minecraft before, like trying to relate, you know. And he was like, oh, cool. And I said, yeah, but I only like creative mode because you can fly. And he was like, I only play survival mode because creative mode's really easy. Oh, and I was like, excuse you. I'm, You're 10. Leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> I was like, don't bully me. I think it's fun. I like to fly <laughs> and not worry about dying all the time. They should be impressed you knew what that was. I know. Oh, my gosh. Well, and I remember when we were student teaching, and I was in third grade, and I had a, a student who told me what sus meant. And I felt, <laughs> I was like, you let, we're friends, because you're teaching me things. Because he was running around, and he's like, blah, blah, sus. And I was like, it's what sus. does that mean? And he was like, oh, sus means, like, suspicious, as he's running away. And I was like, oh, okay, Zach, thanks. Like, wow, good to know. Which was cute. But. They keep bringing up all of these old phrases that I can't, I'm, like, blanking on what they were saying. But it's, like, stuff that wasn't cool when we were in school. Like, they'll say stuff now, and I'm like, that was something that a weirdo would have said. Because it was, like, out of fashion. Mm. But now it's coming back. You know how, like, clothes, recycled trends? Yeah. It's, like, sayings. Recycled trends. That's interesting. I can't, I wish I could remember what they are saying. Yeah. They were saying... It's not going to be interesting because I can't remember. No. But they were saying something, and I was like, you use that word. Like, that word is cool now? Wait, I really wonder what it is. There's some... I don't have a TikTok. (laughs) I should probably download the app, but I was afraid of, like, the world knowing everything about me. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes my friends will talk to me and, like, I don't know. I think it's interesting, the TikToks that they send me, but also, I don't... I don't have one. But I feel like the other day, somebody posted something, and I remember thinking, like, that's so weird. I don't like the... Like, they were talking about some hairstyle that they had, and I was like, that's not a cute hairstyle, though. (laughs) In my humble opinion. Stuff on TikTok is so random. My students are always talking about it. No, and some of it's good, but some of it I'm like, why is this trending? There's so many things on there, and I'm like, you scrolled through this? Like, you're children. Like, you're scrolling. You might not click on it, but, like, even some of the, like, you know, the freeze frame. It's Mm -hmm. like, whoa, this is stuff you shouldn't be seeing. No. And isn't there, I mean, I guess I had a Facebook as a child. They should. That's a good idea. Patent pending. (laughs) You heard it here first. Oh, gosh. No. Yeah, that's a good idea. TikTok kids. But also, I feel like kids don't like being called kids, so they wouldn't watch it. Right. They could call it TikTok sus. Yeah. Then they'd all be like, what's that? I have to see it. (laughs) Freaking kids. The future of our generation. Some of them are really awesome, and some of them I'm like... Oh, no. Yeah, I have concerns. <laughs> I just, I feel like something that the pandemic's really, I don't know, maybe it's not even the pandemic. Maybe that's just how children are, and I never experienced it before. But I feel like so many of them are, like, very entitled. It makes me really sad. Yeah. I think so, too. I don't, I mean, I've, just in my class, I don't really, you know, it's hard to see what goes on at home, so mm-hmm. you're kind of just kind of guessing. But I feel like I've got some really amazing parents, and it's obvious because they've got really amazing kids who are just very sweet and very, like, conscientious of the world around them. And then you have parents that, like, 
they want to be friends with their kid and they want things to kind of go smoothly and easily so they don't really like fight the important fights and yeah. you know like teach their kids no like this is the way it has to be and this is why it's yeah. just they're like oh if you throw a big enough fit eventually I'll give in yeah you know so yeah. and I don't know because it's hard know. you know and I, I want to sit there from the outside judging but that's kind of what I imagine yeah is yeah and I see I work more closely with the parents than the students in my current position and I feel like a lot of the behavior that the students have is like almost directly like I can see why the kids act the way that they do in my zoom lessons mm-hmm. because of the ways that the parents respond to me in emails or yeah. how they're not responding to me in emails is maybe how their kids also are acting <laughs> like it's a perfect correlation of like oh that makes sense Oh, I understand. Right. Oh, that's why. No, it's just hard to see sometimes of like a lot of the kids I feel, not a lot, but maybe like four of the ones in my class right now are only really in this virtual school because their parents needed a babysitter and they have a fourth grader and it makes me really sad. Yeah. Because that's not where they're growing necessarily best. So And then they're not really getting like the positive attention that they need. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. at that age it's like no you need somebody that like is going to want to hang out and like not just sit there on the tv and yeah. have you play whatever it's like no you need to engage with them you need mm-hmm. to be active with them get them outside yeah. please because it's like a this is like <laughs> it feels like I know that all of childhood is like very developmental and blah 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 but I feel like if you don't have the support now before middle school, then middle school is going to be kind of a nightmare, and yeah. then high school, and then it just all kind of builds. So I feel like, if nothing, the end of elementary school is the more foundational bit of development. I think so, too. I don't know. I really worry about some of my students in middle school. the Mainly, like, the mean ones who just can't figure out how to get along with other people, mm. because... You see the ones that are like, mm, they're kind of mean, but they have their little pack, you know, their yeah. little mean girl pack. And you're like, unfortunately, I know you're going to do well. Yeah. It would be the like positive thing that I want. Um, working on it, you know. Yeah. But, and then you see the ones that are just like, the kids just don't like them very much because they're mean. And in a small elementary school, that might not be that big a deal. Mm-hmm. But in a big middle school, you're really going to need good friends. Yeah to stick with you when there's 300 other kids walking around Mm -hmm. so I just am like oh no I know what's coming Mm -hmm. I hope I'm wrong I hope you figure it out before then yeah (laughs) it's a lot I mean a year or two it's a long time yeah kids for their they're very different each year Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) I feel like I can't remember fourth grade very well at all and then fifth grade we I moved so I don't you know and middle school was fine I was like a popular girl in middle school not in high school not at all in high school and not in college but middle school I always say I peaked in middle school I was my best self in middle school seventh grade Signe was like the best the coolest now here we are yeah it's fine we're doing okay life's okay so I'm gonna ask you a very important question what is one trait that you look for in a friend or if you could like give these kids who are bullying or being bullied anything any any yes Eska any for <laughs> any advice on like what to look for when making friends what would you tell them oh um that's tricky I mean when I when I'm trying to be friends with somebody the main thing that I'm looking for is that they're open to friendship you know, some people just aren't 
really open to that and Mm -hmm. so that they'll like put themselves out there as much as I will you know Mm -hmm. what I would tell kids that need a good friend um look for the kind person who actually is loyal to their Mm -hmm. friends because I just it's one of my biggest pet peeves when you've got a really good friend and they're really nice to you but when the going gets rough they're like oh I'm Switzerland I'm like, wait, but you don't even know this person and you're my best friend. Yeah. So like, "Mm, can't you help me out a little? Yeah. So I'm like, look for those loyal people who will be by your side. And it's it's hard to find. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have a recipe for how to spot that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I think, you know, it's just the people who are are there, consistently Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. So if you're trying to make a new friend and they are, it's just really difficult. You know, and it's like, oh, I can never seem to find the time or I can never seem to do this. Like, maybe you need to move on. Yeah. You know, maybe you need to find somebody that's just as interested as being your friend as you are in being their friend. Yeah, definitely. It's hard to, like, be one, the one-sided. Oh, gosh. I'm, like, yeah. picturing in my brain, because we're talking about elementary school-aged children, someone who's like, do you want to come to my birthday party? And then they, like, don't show up. And that's not the friend you want is somebody who doesn't show up to your birthday party. Find someone who shows up to your birthday party, even if they had a cool other birthday party they could have gone to and didn't. And then treat them right. Like, pay it forward. Like, be that friend who will be loyal. Because if you show that to someone else, it's a lot more likely they're going to show it to you. Yeah. So, don't just be a taker. No, be a giver. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, be a giver. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) One lesson we learned today. Be a giver. Drop the knowledge bombs. Yes. And also, sus means suspect. (laughs) (laughs) Big educational bits we've learned today. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming and chatting on my podcast today. Thank you for having and, me. And thank you to your special guests. <laughs> Finally quieted down now that we're done. Now oh. they're settled and quiet. Oh. Thanks for coming, <laughs> and I'll talk to you later. Okay. Yay! Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>